Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dingbat Profits, which has not hit the bar. No. It's completely different. Completely different. I'm Steve Kozar. I am Paulette Kozar. And Lucy is sleeping here on the floor, but you can't see her. That's okay. Because she's in another show called Hit the Bar, (laughs) which is completely different. We don't pay her to be in this show. (laughs) (laughs) We're paying her to be in the other one? Wow. I didn't think we had that in our budget. Yeah. And you know what else this isn't? What? Prophecy Bingo. That's right. No, it's no. Completely bingo. different than that show, too. <laughs> Thus says the Lord of hosts, do not listen to the words of the prophets who are prophesying to you. They are leading you into futility. They speak a vision of their own imagination, not from the mouth of the Lord. This is our... our uh, Intro? What's the uh, life verse? <laughs> what's your life verse for... What's my life verse for my life? It's not a life verse for our life. It's the life verse for this show. Yeah. Or it could be a couple of verses... Read the book of Jeremiah, the whole thing. It's just him being frustrated that the people are pretending to be prophets. He's mad at them. They don't repent. They don't want to hear from God. They want to hear from their own, well, vision, their own imagination. Uh, another another translation says vain imagination. Well, it reminds me of the New Testament, Paul talking about tickling ears in Timothy, right? Sounds very similar. Very, we only want similar. to hear what we want to hear. Okay, let's clear something up. Please do. Oh, yes, please. Yes, Steve Kozar, let's clear something up. For those of you who have watched our shows before, we don't need to explain this, but some of you are like, you know, you guys shouldn't be making fun of the way their hair looks and the way they dress and stuff. Or the like, microphones. Yeah, it's just silly. We're just being silly. Obviously, the real point is that these are false prophets. Yeah. And the, and this things that they're saying is the only thing that really matters. Right. We just thought we'd make it fun by adding silly stuff. And just pointing things out. Just to make it more interesting and just yeah. to have fun with it. And we have fun obviously with each other. whatever kind of hair you want, you yeah, can have whatever kind of background. We're not super professional. I mean, yeah. Somebody pointed out, well, you guys are in your in your living room, so <laughs> why are you putting people down? We're yeah. not putting people it down. It was a joke when I said they're joke. in their living room. I yes. said, why would they have a show in their living room? Like, because hello, yeah. We're, yeah. we've got one in the living room. It's so, called, is that dry sense of that's humor. That's called irony. Irony. Irony doesn't go over real well with some people. <laughs> guess not yeah what do you call them karen's Karen's. yeah karen's in the comments also no offense to people who are actually named karen hi who's in charge here i'm not sure if i'm in the right place hi yeah i'm in charge are you here for the karen support group Ooh, i don't know if i like your tone i'll take that as a yes have a seat okay or always something okay uh i think i have another one so do is we listen to the wonderful prophets, not wonderful, the prophets that are online or claiming to speak for God. Yep, and they've got I feel either like thousands of followers, tens of thousands, or you know, one hundred. Sometimes, matter. yeah, sometimes they're pretty popular, and there's a lot of them out there. And so when we did hit the well, hit the bar, <laughs> did prophecy bingo with Chris? Completely different show. Completely different show. I just couldn't get over any. Yeah wackadoodles are out there and you don't have to look very far but no. if you do the algorithms of youtube show you more and more and which, more which is what i'm finding now and i'm like oh and now people are sending us some so that's yes. actually good because totally anyway i got a i got a um, folder so we're gonna look at a few prophets yep and i've got my bible do you have yours not only do I have a Bible, I got a Bible program. <laughs> wow. I don't know how to hardly use it at all, but I finally have uh, learn. The log- We're going to listen to Kay Nash tonight. You know, I think she's a good way to kind of just kick things off. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, do we want to talk about points or anything? We'll, we'll do that as we go. I don't have the card. 
Wow, we are not prepared. <laughs> how, how surprising is that? But you know what? I think we have memorized. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Kay Nash, and welcome to my YouTube wait, channel. Wait, 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 Kay, wait. Series called Leadership Launch. Hi, I'm Kay Nash, and welcome to my YouTube channel. Today we're launching a new series called Leadership Launch. We'll see if the camera can deal with all this whiteness. Yeah. It might be a little overexposed. Launch. Um, I have been in prophetic ministry for nine years, and I've also been a leader in the world as well. I was a Okay, just to be as shallow as humanly possible, <laughs> just to kind of get things going. Yeah. See, she's got that nice little thing going on with her the hair. hair. You know, it's, it's not, not flat not anymore. Not as flat as the one we did yeah, the one that, a month ago. That was a hair point that she had against yeah, her. Yeah, I think her hair has made big her, improvements. Her hair looks good. It looks good. And you know what? She's got a suit on. Yeah, I guess you. And so she, too. well, yeah. she's talking about leadership today. Yes. And yeah. if you're going to talk about leadership, you might as well. You know, she could look probably, the part. She you're going to play the she part. She could join Amway. I mean, you could have yes, a lot of success with Amway, could. as we learned. Television producer. I was the. She was a television producer. That's something for what? She doesn't. Barney. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I'm noting a little sarcasm. <laughs> Vice President of the Journalism Honor Society, President of the Math Honor Club. I was a restaurant manager. I've been on different leadership staffs at church. And so over the years, I've held a lot of different leadership. By the way, um, I'm tooting my own horn, yeah. just so you know. No, because she's going to tell you why you should learn from her. Yeah, because it's the leadership uh, thingy. Yeah. Um, Serious. Remember how I said I can't figure out her accent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was reading some of the comments too, but I and didn't... I don't think nobody else no, is able to figure out. They're trying to figure out. I don't it think too. nobody else. I don't think anybody, anybody else, else can figure it out because it seems like she kind of goes in and out. So it wasn't just me, right? But maybe there's not. some other people who who talk like that too. Well, right? the, the the general gist of it was it sounds like a North Florida, Southern Georgia sort of kind of accent, which you know there's a lot of different Southern dialects and they change pretty quickly from, you know, just every yeah. couple hundred miles. So I don't know about any of you, but I know of somebody that I used to know, <laughs> I can't say work with, but in, you know, church related volunteer things, she would throw in her own little accent. You mean it wasn't there the rest of the time? No. It's like she says certain words uh -huh. specifically because. Was this in a charismatic church? <laughs> yes. Wow. What a. But kind concept. of like you make up your own way of saying a word. Yeah. And that's what this reminds me of. She's making up her own way of saying kind words. Kind of seems like it. Kind of seems but like it. But whatever. This is totally superficial. Yes, please. We're just making conversation. Yes. We're just having some fun with you. <laughs> Shout out. Oh, wrong show. Look at, look at position. Having and an interesting. So the Lord wanted me to kind of do a series about leadership. She felt like the Lord wanted her to do a series about leadership. She kind of felt. Because of her background. She's been yeah, in many yeah, leadership positions. Yeah. I, She's held a lot of, you know. This is another prophetic thing. If you say you kind of felt like the Lord sort of, maybe kind of, sort of, that's not how God works. With or just even just felt. You don't have to say kind of, sort of. It's just yeah. the Lord. If God, I felt like the Lord told me to do this. Yeah. If God's going to actually literally speak through you as a prophet, it would be very clear. Yeah. That's why we don't have them anymore. We got them in, in the written word of God, so we're done. I think we're kind of in a season right now where... Everyone has a prophetic word, but not everyone is a leader. You know, anybody could get a prophetic word, but not everyone can lead. Not everyone can manage. Not everyone can grow. Not everyone can. What in the heck? 
Okay, a prophet speaks on behalf of God. They don't. They're not doing leadership and having, you know, like organizational skills. Well, well her thing is everyone can speak in the prophetic. Everyone can I say I thought she something. was saying that some are anyone, doing it, but they're not really good at it because they don't have the leadership skills necessary to carry out the things that a prophet's supposed to do. Or, or anybody can have that skill, but they can't. They're not all leaders. And everybody can make stuff up. <laughs> they're not all leaders can contain the growth that God gives them and not everyone's actually oh, oh, okay so so they really are prophets and God really is giving them growth but they don't know how to handle it because they don't they they're not leaders they haven't been a restaurant so she's gonna, manager like she has oh, come on let's listen being promoted by God some people are promoting themselves and so I think I want to talk leadership as the prophetic community expands as new leaders rise as you start feeling called to lead the people around you I want to give you some tips and so today I'm going to start this series off with talking about becoming more confident in the prophetic if you want to be a leader in the prophetic whether in the business realm or in ministry or just you want to lead in your family and around your friends or your Bible study you need to be confident in the prophetic. Why? Because everyone knows when you get one of those prophecies that even the person that gave it to you isn't sure if it's real, which makes you think <laughs> it's not real, okay? They're like, um, maybe God said that you should do this, but I'm not sure. Maybe he said that. Uh, da, da, da. And I was talking to some girls that I was mentoring. We were on a Zoom call. Okay, if you're in an environment where anybody says any of these things, you need to just get out of it. And if you're being mentored by her, please uh, move move along. This is the Step world. Aside. This is the world of make believe. Yeah, it is. At best. And you know, I I was kind of telling you know, them, you know, you know, that was good. You know, good job practice prophesying. But I was <laughs> like, you got to be more bold and confident because people are not going to believe what you're saying. Well, what if it's not true? You dingbat? <laughs> she doesn't care. Dingbat prophets. I mean, seriously. Yeah. She's not saying you need to be sure that you're actually hearing from God. She's saying make it sound like you're hearing from God. Yeah. Otherwise, no one's going to buy your spiel. So what I find interesting is she's not framing this in any scripture verse. She's not framing any of her leadership abilities or skills she and teaching. She'll, she'll pull something out Yeah, of I'm sure, because you can. Yeah. <laughs> You know, even if you have the right word, if you start pulling back in fear, a person can feel that. So now there's another spirit in the word, the spirit of fear. Okay. Wow. And so it's important that we're confident and bold. So whatever pops into your head, make sure you're bold about it. And confident. Otherwise, Don't the spirit of fear will now come in the mix. Yeah. And I got to fight against that spirit how, of fear. How about the fear of being wrong? Yeah. She doesn't bring that up. Ever. It doesn't exist. Nope. It's not an issue. But we need to be confident and bold and accurate. Okay, and so today I'm going to talk about tips in that. Now, I want to give a disclaimer here because I know that sometimes you're afraid to give words because you're like, well, okay, what if I give a wrong word and I'm labeled as a false prophet and I never can like be seen around my friends, church members again? I have not watched this before. Boy, did I pick a good one. Yeah. What do you think she's going to say now? I'm just sitting back and listening. <laughs> okay. Because they think I'm a prophet. Because you would be. And that's totally valid. And we are going to address that today to kind of keep you in the Lord's safety net. You know, sometimes the truth of the matter 
You just don't know if a thing is from God because you're new in hearing God. Yeah. You're new in the prophetic. Yeah. You know, I would often say, if you do not have hundreds of accurate prophecies under your belt, you shouldn't be running around saying, thus saith the Lord. Now, you can, I'm not saying you can't do that, <laughs> but if you haven't had a proven track record of accuracy and people... I don't know of any of these dingbats that have a proven no. track record of hundreds under their belt. Not, not one. Why not her like, um, resume on all of the track records that she has under her belt? Okay, if you're watching this, I'd love a list. And then I would love written documentation of people who said, yes, this is exactly what happened. And even then, how can you even? But the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name, but I have, that I have not come to speak, or who speaks in the name of other gods, that same prophet shall die. And if you say in your heart, how may we know the word that the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the word does not come to pass or come true, that is a word that the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously. You need not be afraid of him or you need not respect him or have any concern for what he has to say. She doesn't go to that verse. Yeah. People have told you that you are accurate over and over again. You might need to wait to say that it is indeed the Lord. Now, how can we do that? Let's go into tip number one. Number one, you should tell people that you are practicing. <laughs> Why? Because they're going to be so more Jeremiah relaxed did. when yeah. you give them the word. If you say to a person, the Lord is saying this and it's wrong, it could cause a huge mess. Instead, say to the person, if you're not sure, say, Wait a minute, let me I'm get my practicing in hearing the prophetic. I'm practicing in hearing God. I'm practicing prophesying, however you want to phrase it. And just say, I think that the Lord might be saying this. Can you tell me if you think that he is? And <laughs> so, so wow. you're getting a word from somebody and saying, I'm not sure if this is from the Lord. Can you tell me it or not? Yeah. Can you please help me with this? I'm looking for a pen. That's like so, that's like you go to the doctor and he takes an x-ray of you because you got some kind of pain inside. And the doctor comes and says, hey, uh, I don't know. It seems like you got appendicitis, but I don't know how to read these things here. Can you tell me what this exactly. means? Exactly. <laughs> yes. That's what it sounds like to me. This is this is the way that you actually create utter chaos yeah. in people's lives. This is it is. And it's a way to ver harm people. Yep. Like in a huge way. Great damage. Yes, very much so. Now, if you're not a Christian, but you think you are, in other words, you're a false convert. Yeah. You think Christianity is basically like a version of how to get your dreams to come true. Way to genie in a bottle. Genie in a bottle. Yep. Then this will make sense to you <laughs> because all you want is to get stuff out of God. Yeah. You know, he's like a giant vending machine. And so you'll, you know. You'll do whatever you got to do to try to get God to give you stuff. What I think is amazing is we've come far away from the word of the Lord because these people have become so big. This came out at the beginning of January. She's got 5,000 views. She has 38,000 subscribers. Wow. 38,000 people thought this is somebody I can learn from. Yeah, and I can trust. That's sad. This does is that it allows the person to relax and possibly receive a word because they're not. See, God can't actually work through a person, and the person who's getting the word also can't receive the word from God unless they relax.
And the only way they can relax is if you're confident. Does this sound like... And that you say you're practicing. The way the gut actually works? Or does this sound like how to have a good uh, golf swing? <laughs> you got to relax, you know? Don't stiffen up too much and you'll you'll hit the ball better. Like, okay, the Lord's saying this. They're like, maybe the Lord's saying this. And they're more chill, okay? So <laughs> I know that this might not be what you want to do because you might want to... How would I put like... You were pausing this way too long. I'm going to put like a, somebody saying, word, chill. <laughs> go ninja, go ninja, go. And they're more chill, okay? <laughs> Run out there and just be like, well, the Lord's saying it. I don't really care. But if you get it wrong, you're going to care, okay? You're going to care, and they're going to care, and it's going to cause a feud, and it's going to be a mess. And so... You don't always have to say, thus saith the Lord. Sometimes you can say, thus saith the Lord. It's a really strong word. It's a really heavy word. You know that you know that you know. But if you're not sure, tell somebody you're practicing and watch what happens. Now, there are no biblical guidelines here. No, of course not. So my point I'm making is yeah. she's making up her own guidelines of speaking for the Lord. As she's an expert. As an expert, she's not going to scripture. She managed a restaurant. So she should know how to do this. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> I think what this does is it allows us to operate in humility, you know. And what does the Bible say? As we humble ourselves, God exalts us. Okay, okay. okay. There's some weird thing going on with her language right now. I know. Now. She's, it, she's imitating herself. She's, I, I don't know what she's that pretending. is. pretending. Yeah, exalt your... Yeah. Humble yourself in the, the sight of the, of the Lord, Lord, and he will give you a prophetic word. Whatever you're talking to when something pops in that's your head. A, but I won't quote the scripture. I'll just say it because it's another one that's of those a, things. That's a great verse, but it doesn't apply no, here. I mean, in general, us. we should be humble about everything. Uh -huh. But she's saying if you want to make sure your words are accurate, you should be more humble because then God will give you an accurate word. Yep. Keep it going. And so what's going on is it's going to keep you in good graces with people. Therefore, if you miss it, they're like, it's okay. I know you're trying. Oh, okay. So it's not about getting a good word. Forget about this, it's right? A, forget about this. Yes, forget about that. It's about how to basically cover your butt when you're going to get things wrong. That's what this is all about. And what, does Jeremiah, what does Jeremiah say about that? He doesn't have a doesn't have a verse about that. He doesn't have a word for the, that. The actual word of God doesn't have a section where it explains how you can be a false prophet and smooth things over with people. I while be, you're practicing. While you're practicing. I, I know you're learning. It's okay. I honestly did this. I would call my mom, my friends, people in my church, and I'd say, like, hey, I think I got a word from the Lord with you. And they would say, okay. And, you know, and I just learned how to practice through that. And honestly, people were like, okay, whatever. This person's practicing on me. And so <laughs> just think about practicing. Now, uh. when you get hundreds of prophecies that are accurate now you can feel like okay i know which tone is the holy spirit i know which tone is me i know which tone is the devil and you can kind of gauge that better so you know when you're giving an accurate word because of how you're feeling um, and if you do mess up when you're prophesying you know um this goes into number two apologize if you get it wrong oh wow that's so big of her <laughs> What does scripture say about that if, when you get it wrong? When you get it right. Okay, scripture doesn't even allow you to get it wrong. No, there's no okay, such thing as, right. I mean, the, the prophets I mean, who we, got it wrong weren't prophets. Right. They were not speaking on behalf of God. So what And it never says me, start to practice, you know, get, get this, used to it. apologize if you get it wrong, is not a part of scripture. Nowhere in scripture does it say that about being a prophet. Apologize if you get it wrong and keep practicing. I It'll just, be fine. Just try so harder. how can you even, how can you even do what she's doing? How can she sit there 
and have this whole because she's in make-believe land. She is in make-believe land. <laughs> Glad to see you. <laughs> Barney, look at huh? this book. <laughs> oh, the land of make-believe. I mean, this is not scriptural, and yet she's got her Bible there as a prop. It's a prop. It's a nice prop. Come out with her own Bible. Okay, this how is going to keep you around the graces of people. I think sometimes... Once again, how to cover your butt. Yes. That's all it is. Right. This is, there's, like you said, there's not a Bible verse that no, says any of nothing. these things. Prophets and... Un, not real prophets can be so arrogant mm. that they can't apologize. They can't say, <laughs> you know what? I missed it. I got it wrong, you know, and they just keep on going. They're like, well, you messed up. You didn't hear God, you know, whatever. And there was time I was talking to a girl and she wasn't sure that my prophecy was real or not. And she made me question. This was, I, I don't even think I was, I wasn't even in ministry yet. I wasn't in ministry yet. I was still practicing. It was in my practicing season. And she was like, I don't know if that's from the Lord or not. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I really thought it was from the Lord. You know, um, if it's not, I'm sorry. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. I don't know, but I'm really sorry. And she, she stopped dead in her tracks. And she said, I have never had anyone apologize to me before. And she just sat still for a second. She had come out of a church where they were prophesying over her inaccurately all the time. And she had become so discouraged with the prophetic. And when I apologized over her, whether it was right or wrong, who's to know? But it's just like, because that was like so many years ago, I don't even know what ended up happening. But it's just like, the truth is, it's like... She needed somebody to... It doesn't matter. I don't know what happened to it her. It may have been from God. It may be from... Uh, and that was so long. I don't know what happened to her. A bit of undigested beef. <laughs> her little off-the-cuff comments just kind of are telltale signs yes. of who she is. Yeah. And it, you know what? I'm not sorry for laughing, but I'm just not... I, I'm not ready for that. Okay. I, I don't want to listen to her anymore. Uh, please. Thank yeah. you. But I have somebody much worse. <laughs> oh, boy. Hang on a second. Hold on. Hold on. I got to go to my playlist. And... We put the chocolate away because that's what hit the bar. That's not for here. Yeah. And we got too much chocolate. I'm not sure that was a good idea. No, I think we should, like, do nothing just Here have lots of water. Here we go. Okay. This is another seasoned veteran whose age and maturity is sure to give confidence to all those under her wise tutelage. God <laughs> <laughs> is calling you to do it. Oh, boy. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Unapologetic Nicole channel. <sighs> Nicole Williams, a spiritual advisor to business owners and entrepreneurs. I'm so happy you're here. Listen, if you're new, make sure you subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell so you can be notified every time we release a new video, and like this video, share it if it blesses you at the end. I want you guys, as we're moving through. What if we think you're a false prophet? 
dooming people to eternal damnation. What do we do? Is there a button for that? Because I'm not sure. For this video, I want you to comment, I'm ready. I'm ready. Just comment that as we're going through, uh, because I believe God has given you guys some really, really amazing kingdom business ideas, and I'm excited to see you establish in those things. So, how do you start? I gotta shrink her down, because this is... Yeah, she's overpowering. She's scary. I see her lips. There okay, go. there we go. Um, we do need to go back to our silly idea of talking about... Uh Camera's yes. too close. Yep. Got a oh, good, yeah. Good depth of focus. field, though. Focus. Yeah, where's the focus? Focus is nice on her face. Got the kind of a, the background. She has nice hair. The background's a little boring. Um, good sound. Pretty professional. Yep. Start a kingdom business. I want to share with you three steps. Okay, but I got to talk about this thing where every time you take a pause, you cut that thing out. So that there's no pauses. It's constantly edited. Yeah, it's obvious and it's not smooth and it makes, it's very jarring. It's like people are so idiotic that if you pause for two seconds, they're not going to be gonna wander. They're going to, uh, where was I? <laughs> Steps, I believe, that are so integral. Before I do that, though, I do want to plug our online course, How to Hear God's Voice for Your Business. You receive a discount when you subscribe to our newsletter, so I want to encourage you to subscribe. In that course, I really teach you all with the Lord how to increase in your discernment to know what decisions, what turns to make in your business. How to Okay, discernment tip number one, never, ever listen to a girl like this who's selling a course. Is this a business school is this prophetic she is all she doesn't know they threw it in the bucket yeah she's just pulling Mixing stuff out. out really get clarity from the holy spirit about what oh, you're yeah. called to do oh yeah so oftentimes we can be trying to look up answers on the internet solutions on the internet to entrepreneurship little do we know that the answers actually really lie in the secret place and so i teach secret places gnosticism but even then she's not talking about but she's on the internet telling you about scripture. how you don't find answers on the internet yeah yeah you guys how Good to point. grow in really your prophetic gifts surrounding your business i believe that god is prophetic so, gifts surrounding your business, your business. Yes. yeah you that's know. fortune telling around your business hey <laughs> it's christian I fortune believe, telling i believe in two days you're gonna have someone come to your okay. house do you remember a certain gallery that was a really nice potter pottery guy we used to see him at the art shows and he was uh, part of the mad city group from you know like 10, 15 years ago. Vaguely. Has the gallery next to the river in that town south of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, And they all went and prophesied he was going to be successful with this gallery because they bought this building and stuff. I don't remember all that. Yeah, he called me a couple of years ago to say, can you come pick up your prints? I have to close the business. It didn't work. Hmm. Hmm. Well, he must have done something wrong. Yeah, because the prophet said, all right. they declared that he was going to be successful. That's right. Super nice people. I mean, I'm not in this to make fun of him. No, at all, not at all. This whole theological thing where business Framework. is super spiritual, and if you just pray about it the right way, it's going to happen. And the truth was, he was in a tricky location. It was a beautiful location, but it was too far from any major city and too far from any major highway to have a lot of traffic. So I'm not surprised that they went out of business, even though he tried really hard. Yeah. This kind of stuff is so damaging. Yeah, it is. Because now you're you're mixing, you know, this false idea of what it even means to listen to a prophet. If you want to listen to a prophet, read the Bible. It's right. full of prophets telling you about what God actually does say. Yeah, that's where you know for sure you're not going to get the wrong, the wrong thing. And even even praying God's will. I mean, this is something that I've I've learned more and more. I mean, when we started at our church, and I was asking our minister, our Lutheran minister, you know, about prayer. He's like, you know, pray scripture. Even Chris Roseborough said, pray scripture. And I'm like, what does that mean? So I've been going through scripture and. 
there's so much there that guards us of how to pray. And it also keeps us humble to God. You know, we're not, we're not looking for the next, you know, bread trail crumb. We're not, I mean, for like, you know, um, bread crumb trail, is that what bread I said? trail crumb. I know the breadcrumb something breadcrumb, the mystical, the mystical, right. And, and, and I think <clears throat> obviously scripture, when you look at scripture, when, you know, James tells us, you know, if we lack wisdom, ask God he gives, mm-hmm. you know, and where do we get wisdom? We glean it from scripture. We get it from her. Once you buy the course. That's right. Because she's obviously very familiar with everything you know anyway. about prophetic businesses. Yeah. Calling prophetic people into the marketplace, meaning he wants to equip and train, train people who are going to be sent into the marketplace. He's going to send forth people into the marketplace who have a real ability to hear the Lord direct, directionally about what they're called. And I get into details of the course about what that means and what that doesn't mean, because I know that can easily sound like I'm trying to say that, you know, you'll have easy, easy success when you incorporate the Lord. That's not what I'm saying, but um, we get more. So anyway, first step for how to build your Christian slash kingdom business is to define what a Christian business is to you. Define what a kingdom business is to you. I'm using those interchangeably, but for many, those can have different definitions. And so before you even think about how to build online, you really want to ask yourself, ask the Lord, okay, what does it mean that this is what I'm building? I think for myself, I was moving forward trying to build programs and services and, and coaching programs, all these things without really taking time to define, hey, like, what does it mean that I'm a Christian showing up in this space? What does it mean that I'm a kingdom ambassador showing up to this space? Is it just that I say that I love Jesus? <sighs> I'm getting a headache. I like the face she's got right there. I'm, <laughs> that's how I feel right now. Yeah. That is how I feel. Yeah. So this is this is like a jackhammer to the skull. It is. Uh, how about if we scoot forward, please? She's got chapters. So first is define a Christian kingdom business, determine your funnel, basically who's going to be stupid enough to buy whatever you're selling, put them in the funnel, like a, like sales, uh-huh. uh, build a prayer team so that you can make the most money out of the people that were stupid enough to gr- jump into your funnel. <laughs> Dear Lord. Dear Lord. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the last part. That you would launch them, launch them, launch them, oh, launch them, praying. launch them, Jesus. Shake every fear, the laziness, the idolization of money. Kill it all, God. Burn it up. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be idolizing money. That's why she's teaching you how, <laughs> how to make money. Well, she gives them a discount if they do right now on their, on her, oh, yeah. on her newsletter uh, would they dream would they prophesy over their businesses yes god would you increase the, the faith that they have over what you're calling them to build pioneers god i ask that you would launch i think she listens to uh, like chris valentin people like that i don't know who she listens yeah, to it's, it's just it's this is not good this is not good I don't, I don't really like what she's saying now i think we're going to do an international show okay but on a different day because we already started with the with these, and I, I want to do an international one. Just all international ones. Is that <laughs> should, we give, should we give them a little taste? Yeah, of an international prophet. So would that be um, would that be Dingbat ding, ding Dingbat Pro- prophets worldwide? International, international. <laughs> yeah, it's actually really bad. Ding-bays. It's not dingbat. This is so bad. 
give it say oh. yes 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 but jesus says amen you know how we talked about the last couple of episodes about they're just telling you what you want to hear. Right. Everything's going to be roses. Yeah. Well, this guy is the king of everything's going to be great. He doesn't stop smiling. My teeth hurt. <laughs> I don't know what's whiter, his teeth or the suit he's wearing. <laughs> but just listen to it. This is okay. like, this isn't even a fortune teller. At least a fortune teller would try to give you some good and bad to make it sound real. This is everything's going to be amazing and wonderful. M of Jesus is. His name is Amen. For what he will say Amen, not to the devil, not to your word, but every promise in the Bible. When you say, Lord, I will increase, Lord, Jesus will say, yes, Amen. When you say, Lord, I will subdue my enemies in this new year. Enemy will come by one way, Lord, this year, but he will run by seven ways, Lord. Immediately, you know what people will do? Jesus will say from the right side of the Father, Father, as he says, I say, yes, amen. Immediately, all the angels. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear, but there was actually like a, a victory a horn. Bugle. A bugle played in the background. <laughs> amen. Will clap their hands. <laughs> I'm watching who doesn't clap their hands. Oh. If you don't clap, I will bring you here. I will honor you to clap in front of everybody. Every promise in the butt. The 70s called, they want the leisure <laughs> shoot soon back. The hair, there's the hair there. Kind of God. This is a whole other category. Okay, so we're not even going to use our little... Our little... Um, bullet points? Our... 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 our uh, analysis guide? Yes. Points. Yeah. Our point system. We have to have an international... Point system. Guides of... Yeah. yeah. How to analyze. Okay. For every day of your life, for every year, as long as you are alive, this is the promise. You need... The promise or a promise. Finish. You, you say, Lord, I will never be a tail. I will never be a what? I will never be the tail. I will never be the same. But the head. Oh, no, the tail, but the head? Amen, like man. Jesus, what is the name of Jesus? Huh? So now when, when others pray, you say Amen. When you confess, Jesus says Amen. Oh, okay. Mountains so he said, okay, so he said, when you come to Jesus, Jesus says Amen. Because when you pray with someone else, they say Amen. So of course, Jesus has to say that too. Jesus is like the genie in the lamp. Genie in the lamp. Rub him the right way. You got it. Now, remember this. How many followers? Uh, way too many. 73,000. <clears throat> wow. Instruct, inspire. Uh, and now this is his wife. Yes. Okay, he's going to have the wife come up next. She's going to talk about what to expect for the coming year. Okay. Amen. So God is calling us to see that golden opportunity, that golden door, that open door that no one can close. To see the opportunity. 
leave the opportunity to go into it. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God enables his body to make a tremendous distinction in the... I like the crown on her head. And the golden blowing gown of... Uh, of... Of royalty? Yes, royalty. These these are the most egocentric people you can ever imagine who are have a thin veneer of Christianity. It's all about everything great that's going to happen. I mean, it's so over the top. It's craziness. All right, here we go. But and she's actually reading her like her for the, prophetic word for the like whole the year. Bible. It's fifty-seven minutes, and it's just. We're not doing fifty-seven. It, it, no, it's just nonstop of all the good things. Planet gold inside glory inside which is there for us and jesus said before that to the church i know your works see i have set before you an open door no one can shut it for you have a little strength have kept my word and have not denied my name amen we have kept his word we have not denied his name amen. this wide open door into a glorious realm is there for us the second scripture i got for it uh, Revelation 4, 1 and 2. After these things, I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven. A door standing open in heaven. Let me guess that means that it is now open for us to do. Coming back and, and get and all forth this great and stuff. Get stuff yeah. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me <laughs> saying, Come up here. Come up here hallelujah and i will show you things which must take place after this come up here so this is this year god is calling his church god is showing all the glory everything that he has prepared for us it is Amen. there for us we can enter we can take it there you go we can use it we can go up there up here it did not that mean means go now. to heaven Choose life, hallelujah. We all have chosen life. Remember, this was the scripture. Okay, okay, I can't take this. I can't either. This is... <clears throat> all right, let's go back to the United States. Yeah, where it's... Our, so we're going to do an international one. Uh, now that I'm, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I, me. Where did it go? Who says amen? This one. Jesus. No. His name is... Why is it still going? I don't know. I don't know your Make it stop. Oh. Amen. I guess, I guess this is prophetic to really hear this. Jesus became, become Amazami. And completely. Wow, this person's new to me. Oh, yeah, this lady's. Prophetic uh, Pools Prayer House. The biggest blessing you've ever seen yet. Are you going to start from the beginning? <laughs> Nobody. She, Nobody can actually watch her like all the gypsy. way through.
Pastor Courtney, Pastor Betty, bless you. She's live. She's seen everybody. She's doing this live, so yeah, they're all I, chatting I to her. It's only got 22 views. <laughs> bless you, son. Gosh, why don't more men want to go to church? <laughs> because this is what they are being told church is. You gotta believe God. Come on. So does she ever, ever prophesy anything? Yes. Uh -huh. You're welcome to join us in that. Right now, come on. The fire of God is pushing against what was pushing against you. If something is trying to hold you out, come on. If something is trying to keep you from your promise, that's your house, your victory, your apartment, your new car, your car to be able to drive to work, your ride to be able to do what it is. Come on. Come on now, somebody. Then what? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. When you, when you stop you for a minute, you got to just do we that. We just bless you right now, Lord God. We just bless well, you. We don't know what we're doing. Ooh, I'm on my phone you, trying Lord, to figure out so what's holy, happening. You're so beautiful. You're so amazing. I'm telling you right now, God has got provision for you. He's got amazing things for you. He's lined it up, and we are stepping into the elevator that's taking us from 2021 into 2022. There is an acceleration. God is behind Acceleration. You. He's got his hand on your back. I think her battery's He's wearing out or something. Yes. Her violin keeps yes. dropping. Everything oh. he's written about you in the book. He's gotten so many things, that, so many plans, so many ideas, so many things he's desiring for us to do for you, for me. Come on. Okay. Boy. Yeah, this is only an hour and six minutes. Oh. Is what gives the dirt, the, uh, you know, the thing that says, hey, grow it into this. This is the identity go and say but i believe god it doesn't matter if you think that and if you think that for your own life i pray you get better thoughts for your own sake how many people um, but at any rate, a month later i had a paid for house i bought a foreclosure for nothing the realtor was terrified to sell it to me because you're a woman what well, they said it was going to take a hundred thousand dollars to get it livable oh, and i please, said please please no, please stop my head's bleeding i had twenty thousand to make it livable and he says i have more than enough and they were like did, did it stop? No, no, she's still going. Yeah, you and gotta find something else. Within three weeks. Here we go. Anointed fire, anointed fire, anointed, anointed fire. fire, refresh my soul. Anointed fire, anointed fire. That's your intro. Fire, Sixty-five thousand subscribers. Oh boy. Anointed fire, anointed Just pick fire. one. Just pick one. Hurry. Yeah. Very low, hello, hello, how are y'all doing? And thank you guys for being up late with me. I'm not gonna keep you very long on tonight. I'm gonna let you guys This is two hours. I'm not gonna keep you very long <laughs> tonight. Load up in here. So many of you are already here. Just give a few shout outs. So when are we gonna do a live chat thing? You who are already here. So you don't know what astral projection is. Astral projection is able to cause their spirit. Uh, to leave, leave their body. High-level witches typically can involve themselves in astral projection. Um, and I'm going to say this. One of the things... No, I'm like, that'd be me jumping ahead of myself, so I'm not going to say that. So, I'm going to give you some, gonna give you eight types of monitoring spirits. Eight types of monitoring spirits. No. She's going to tell us about monitoring spirits. Eight types of yeah. them. Yeah. Okay, come on. I want to know. That's from the uh, biblical book of imaginations. Yeah. Spirits. And these are demons that pass through the family. Familiar spirits. That's why they're called familiar spirits. They pass through the family. They're typically affiliated with witchcraft. 
Um, and so whenever you have a demon, whenever you have an unclean spirit in you, whenever you're in need of deliverance, you can bet your by golly wow that the enemy is monitoring your life. So if you sit back and you say, like, for example, if you're in need of deliverance, if you say, God told me to write a book, the minute you start trying to write that book, an unclean spirit, if you are bound by an unclean spirit, that unclean spirit is going to start um, taking you through warfare because it's monitoring your life and it's going to start trying to sabotage that book. And for many of you, that's the reason why you have finished your book as of yet. You know, God has given you a book to write, but you haven't finished it. It's because every time you try to, every time you try to write the book, you end up going through warfare. So one of the recommendations that I'm going to give you yeah. is if you feel like God has called you to write a book, to start a business or to do anything great, get deliverance before you do it. Did y'all hear that? If you feel like God has given you a I guess I don't want to write a book now. Because <laughs> I must have humans in me. Yeah. <clears throat> because as soon as you... <sighs> yeah. That opens up a whole other can of worms. Oh, yeah. This whole... There's demons everywhere. You got to get the demons out of you. If you want to... Even though you have Christ, Holy Spirit in you, you have a demon in you, how can that even happen? Uh, yeah. Right? Okay. I don't want to listen to her anymore. Although, <sighs> I'm, I'm thinking... The person that we just saw and the cartoon person in the intro. They seem different. They don't seem like they're the same. Maybe she went through a transformation. She's got a, uh, a book to sell. Oh. Arise, intercessor. Put on the whole armor of God and shake anything off that would try to hold you back. You are an agent for God's kingdom designed to blow up the kingdom of darkness for God's glory. Peace, joy, and righteousness are your portions. Introducing undefeated agents, warfare strategies oh, for the person. intercessor and supernatural intercession. In this powerful guide, you will learn more That's about right. the role of intercessor and how to build a strong and effective prayer life. You will okay, first of all, don't sit on the edge of a cliff like that. No, just, no. That's so who are devil, we listening? Devil just gives you one little push and you're dead. Who are we listening to before? This is Sarah Flowers. This is from the same channel, Tiffany. Oh, so what? I don't. I don't know. So it's a, it's a maybe commercial? She, maybe it's, there's two Under, people that run this channel. Maybe. Let's just go somewhere else. I'm confused. Learn how to over... I kind of want to buy this book. It I sounds know. It looks like, like a book. Yeah. every challenge that dares to rise against you. Take a trip down memory lane with Sarah Flowers as she details her journey through the wilderness where she was made to confront every demon that once muzzled her. Get your copy of Undefeated Agents along with the Watchman Tracker and Journal on Amazon.com, BarnesandNobles.com, BooksAmillion.com, or any of the sites featured on your screen. Okay, this isn't really prophetic now. This is like this whole other realm of how to war against demons. Yeah, yeah, that's but not But you got to buy a book. Right. Because Jesus didn't do enough. No, he didn't, yeah, by dying on the cross for our sins. No, then, no, that's... Nice. You know, beating, that was a good starting beating point. Satan there. Anointed fire. So I got to figure out who See, this is. See, he, he I was... I didn't do my homework. Not in this one. Somebody just today. Oh, okay. Here's the here's the Anointed Fire official website. <clears throat> Don't go to the unofficial website. That's right. Welcome to your next level. Yes. They got author services, seals, and logos. That's what we need. We need our own seal uh, and logo. Hey, you're an artist. We need like a crown. You are. A throne room. With a lion. Lion. Yeah, see, they got the lion. Sword. Got a lot of swords. Swords. They got a dove. How about 
How about um Lion and Dove Sword Crown? How about the woman with the wedding dress with the combat boots? Oh yeah, I saw that once. Yeah. Wow. That's not a cliche at all. Not at all. Your ministry's name goes here. <laughs> Additional text goes here. We rule the entire world. Send us money now. How about how about that? Should we do that? No. That seems kind of like the. So where's the next prophet? Okay, we gotta. We were getting. I'm. We were on the prophet with the FITs. <laughs> okay, I gotta. I gotta go back to our list. Arise, intercessor. No, no, no. Hurry, hurry. Anointed fire, anointed fire, anointed fire, anointed fire, anointed fire, refresh my soul. Un okay, is it Tiffany Buckner or is it Sarah Flowers? I mean, what's going on here, people? She's got a double identity. That's a demon. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's I gotta, being silly. I got to get Please. back to the, uh, yeah. the library. Hello, this is Prophet Terry Allen with Father's Heart Ministry, and I'm bringing you a prophetic pearl. What is a prophetic pearl? I'm glad you asked. This is an elementary teaching of prophetic insight with a prophetic activation. And we know from the word that when the Bible talks about pearls, you just want to help her. And it's just referring like, to something. Come on, you can do it. Value and. You know, Jesus compared the kingdom of heaven to a merchant seeking fine pearls. And upon finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. And how, what a wonderful story that is, as he is describing his love for us and that we were that pearl of great price. And the Bible also talks about the gates of heaven. Pearly. Being uh, 12 of them How about made of for giant sure? pearl, and each one a single pearl. And that speaks to me of the pearl being a gateway to the heavenly realms, which the prophetic indeed is a gateway mm. to the heavenly she's wearing realms. And so I got pearls on. bringing little brief teachings on the prophetic to you oh boy that i am calling prophetic pearls and so today's prophetic pearl uh -huh. is yeah. <laughs> that all may prophesy now we know that huh. and nothing could go wrong with that idea <laughs> I think everybody should just say whatever they think God is telling them to say. Claim that it's God. That, Absolutely. Yeah, that'll be really helpful. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 14, 1, that we should earnestly <laughs> desire to prophesy. We went from this crazy woman to this one who's so slow. Gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Oh, boy. And so. Okay, so we have the finished canon of scripture. Right. So this idea that. Everybody needs to still be prophesying in the church is actually a, a really dangerous thing at this point, especially the way they use this idea that I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm hearing something. God, I'm getting something. Mm -hmm. Wait, wait, hold on. Uh, you know, the number three, the color blue. Mm -hmm. um, 
if you want to speak prophetically, it's really about just saying what God has already said in his word. So all you got to do is just read the Bible out loud and you're now speaking prophetically and you can do it confidently. And there's, there's no need for all these extra rules to make sure you're doing it right, which never work. Well, you know, you listen to 10 of these prophets yeah, and they're all saying 10 different things that conflict with each other. Right. And that is how you get chaos. Yeah. You get chaos. It's confusing. So when people say, oh, you, you don't you don't get all of what God has for you when you don't allow these prophets to participate in your church, I would say, okay, number one, Jesus dying on the cross and granting us eternal life that we don't deserve. We deserve hell, and instead we get heaven. Jesus dies in our place. Right. You're saying that's not enough? We need more than that? That's a problem. That's number one. That's the number one problem. Number two... You may think that we're missing stuff, but I would say actually what we're missing is all the confusion that goes on in the churches where this is practiced. Which we experienced. We experienced it for decades firsthand. Yes, we did. So some people might think, oh, you're just against this because you don't know any better. Or you went through something negative. You don't know the positive things that are out there. Yeah. We could go on and on and on about train wrecks and lives being destroyed and marriages falling apart right. and people literally dying. Yes. Literally dying because God said they weren't going to need the medicine because they were told blah, blah, blah. Right. People losing things like houses and marriages and children. So right. thinking that you might be hearing God, but you don't really know for sure, but you're going to claim it's God anyway, sends people onto very, very dangerous paths. So she is reading a Bible passage. But she's not interpreting it right, and she's saying that everybody should be speaking prophetically, meaning everybody should just say stuff that's not in the Bible, but it's what they think God is saying to them in their own heads It's, now. it's a misinterpretation of what Paul is saying. I mean, even if you were to say in the Corinthian church yes. that they were actually getting words from God, yeah. well, they didn't have the written New Testament yet. This is very early in the history of the church. Now, were those prophetic things being uttered I think I'm hearing something mm-hmm. about the number 12, and I think Charlie's supposed to go to Spain sometime. There's going to be land. I see land. Yeah, yeah, this really vague kind of fortune-telling, I promise you, was not what Paul is referring to. Because it's never seen anywhere in the Bible. When people are speaking prophetically, speaking on behalf of God, they're giving very direct messages, mm-hmm. and they almost always are pointing towards, you people need to repent. You people are in danger of God's wrath. Mm-hmm are off track, you need you need to get back on track. That's what all the prophets in the Old Testament did. So to think that all of a sudden now now we have the Christian church, and now what it means to be a prophet is this new telling thing mm-hmm. is just a gigantic leap. Mm-hmm. So you can look at it from a purely biblical historical viewpoint, or you can look at it from the viewpoint of people like us mm-hmm. who saw great damage, yeah. many things that weren't true, mm-hmm. like our former pastor, claiming at a prophetic prayer meeting that they were going to be bringing ambulances to the front of our church. They wouldn't go to the hospital anymore because there would be so much healing going on. Mm -hmm. Instead, we've actually had people die in the church service. Right. And the ambulance did go to the church to pick up the person that died in the church service. Right. That's a real story. It is. And uh, many of you have had stories like that as well. And if you've been putting that stuff kind of in the back of your mind and pretending that it doesn't matter, it does matter. It does matter. And, and, And woman... Women like this, maybe they have good intentions. They don't mean to be doing great harm. Doing great harm. Right. Okay, so I got that little sermon out of my no, system. No, that's good because people will question, well, you know, 
It's in the New Testament. And, and you know what? Honestly, we care about these people. We're, we're having some fun with some of the, you know, silly things about the way things look or their hair or the backgrounds. It's all just being silly. Really, what we want to do is we want people to stop doing this. Right. Completely. And, and there's just so many people out there that claim they're speaking from God and they can take scripture and make it sound and say anything it wants it to say. Exactly. And that's not correct. That's not correct exegeting God's scripture. That's not interpreting it correctly. And, you know, you know, we live in a, I think, I think probably throughout our society, throughout the history, people are looking for more. They don't have Christ. You know, there's this emptiness in their, in their life. You know, now we've got the internet. <laughs> you know, So they're Googling stuff to try to find meaning and yeah. trying to find, especially through COVID, you know, and then we've got all these people claiming to speak for God and it's, it's and, a free-for-all. And, and when they say all this positive stuff, yeah, and they say it's from God, if you don't know what the actual Bible says, right. it's pretty tricky. Yeah, it is. You know, because you're like, yeah, I do want to have a new car. I do want to have a better job. And I do again, wanna... that's, the gospel is not there anymore. Right. It's the genie in the bottle. It's not Jesus died for your sins. Yep. If you think that God is primarily interested in giving you your desires, then you've just been mistaught, and that's right. not Christianity. Christianity is really about how you deserve the wrath of God. God is actually upset with you in the sense that you are a sinner, just like every human being who's ever lived. The whole story of the Bible is about God wanting to redeem man and to fix the sin problem. And he fixed it ultimately by what Jesus did. And if you don't have that as... So he fixed himself. Yes. We didn't do anything. You know, it's like, well, God's maybe, you know, too uh, finicky or too... You know, his, his, his ways are too high. How could we ever get there? We couldn't, and yeah, he knew that. Right. So he fixed it. Right. I mean, we did nothing. So this is a completely different thing than right. I want to get stuff, and right. I think I need God's help. And this is what pagan religions do. Non-Christian yeah. religions are largely about how do you appease this, this God who's out there who I think intrinsically as humans, we know that God is angry with us to a certain extent. And uh, in many cultures, they come up with a whole system of rituals and things you got to do so that to you appease can the God. appease the gods or mm -hmm. the God or whatever. But that's not Christianity. Christianity is about God coming to us. Right. He reveals himself in the word of God. He re reveals himself, most importantly, through the person of Christ. You know, uh, how do I know God exists? Because Jesus actually was a real God-man on earth. He was mm -hmm. God and man. He came to earth. He explained things to us. He left it with the apostles to write down. Mm -hmm. Now we have that written record in the Holy Bible. So that's how we can have trust and faith in mm -hmm. what God has already done. He's already revealed himself. It's not about hearing him today from these new people. And, and Jesus tells us what to expect in life. And one of them is to expect <laughs> false prophets. Right. Another one is Matthew. hardship. Yep. Another one is carry your cross. Another one is... Um, your children might hate you. Who is your mother? Who is your father? I mean, there's so many scriptures. There's going verses. to be some division, division between people who are truly Christians right. and people who don't like Christians. Right, whoever they are, whether they're in your family or not. And we're not saying that because we want to have enemies at all. I hate having enemies. And no, I don't want to be at peace with but what did Jesus say? What would happen in the future? That's a prophetic word mm -hmm. that he gave. This idea of always being at peace and getting what you want, is, yes. is it's so ridiculous in the overall scope of things, especially when you think about real Christians yes. in other parts of the world today where Christianity is illegal, right. and they're just trying to survive. And they some have died. Yeah. And right. the 
the contrast of that to American or other Western world Christians saying, I want God to do stuff for me, and I'm going to find people who will tell me what I want to hear. That's what you see in the Bible as the enemies of God. And God is against you if that's the, the viewpoint that you've had up to this point. And so you need to repent of that. We all need to repent of our, our desire to try to get God to do right. stuff for us. Because even after you're a Christian, that still comes up. That's just mm -hmm. part of our sinful nature that always wants to basically get God to do stuff for well, us. Well, it four spiritual laws really, you know, ushered kind of, that in. Yeah. God, God has a wonderful plan for your life. Right. And you need to be a Christian so you can get your wonderful plan. Otherwise, you're not going to live that fulfilled, wonderful life. Yeah. What does that mean exactly? It's it's a way to say um, Christianity is really about having a good life on earth now. Yeah, maybe you'll go to heaven when you die. That's, that's good. That's fine. But we won't talk about that since you're not really interested. Mm-hmm. Well, you should be interested. Mm -hmm. It's only in our culture of comfort. Yeah. You know, where everybody's actually doing... Better than people have done historically. Right. You know, we have heated homes, we have clothes, yeah. we have food. We're not satisfied. Right. Now we want more yeah. of everything. Mm -hmm. So. Anyway. I think Are we're we done. done? <laughs> <laughs> Are we done? We started with Kay Nash. Oh. Yeah, we'll do more of these. Yeah. And, and um, you know, uh, if you want to yeah. go to the Messed Up Church website and you'll see there's a form where you can type stuff in uh, email. Maybe you'll give us some tips on people. I don't really like looking at these after a while. Yeah. Because it's a little bit disheartening to see how many of them there are. Yeah. But, of course, that's why we're doing this. Right. Trying to do videos that people who are looking for profits will find us instead. And hopefully we'll get their learn attention something. enough and yep. learn something and and change. And, yeah. And get off they that didn't path. know the truth. Absolutely. Right. So thanks for watching, you guys. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. it. See you soon. Bye. Bye.